This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. hard part is to define what works. I mean, here of itself, you have like the three different approaches, and all of them have what to say for it. Uh, you have like Arsameak, which was kind of a mini yeshiva, like just uh, an engine's ramp for people who got on late. They make no attempt almost to, mm-hmm. the idea is, the goal is to get to the go to me yeshiva, and they teach you and so on. It's had its successes, mm-hmm. and Mac. Asia Torah is just being a part of the whole world. A lot of uh, life wisdom, 
um, and a lot of minimal discouragement to identify Jewish. They've had their successes, they've had their issues. And Mechon uh, Shlomo, which is very focused, two years, get the basic skills, go back, finish your profession, be an Arab of us, and that's it. But they're very picky. They pick only a very select group of kids, you know, very academically motivated, and so on. They all seem to fit some some need. They all seem to succeed to some way. They all seem to have flaws. I know it's hard to say there's one one thing that works. What I think is neglected today, what I see by us, communal cure. There are a lot of families that, or singles, a lot of older singles, if they're drawn into an atmosphere of a community that's good, they'll change. It's, it's like it used to be an old time in the, in the shul. It, it was downplayed for a long time. When in the 70s, when kids were hiking and you could schlep them to yeshiva and so on, today I think that should be fostered a lot more, directed. I, I, but it's it's um, it's a gradual process, but but I think it's a healthy process. I, I don't know if it could be somehow fostered actively, or it just happens. I'm not sure. I don't know if the, you're involved in the states, or either you live here, or you live there, or what you here. But you, Mitzvah like NCSY did, you know, it's kind of a gradual movement and brings in people, so. Has there ever been one, one Mahalik that, you know, statistically showed it worked more for these kinds of yeshivas? We're going to go, you know, we're going to show them that, you know, they, they really should, should push for this, and when they go back, they'll go, or is there really, uh, you know, anyone's, uh, It's a totally difficult because who's your audience? Like, the two, the two problems here are, what success? In Asia Torah, if the person you affected is not keeping many mitzvahs, but is proudly Jewish, it's a success. Does that have What is it worth? It's certainly worth that he does marry a guy, but is that something we want to keep doing? So one question is, it's notoriously difficult to define what's Hatzlacha. And also, there always seems to be self-selecting. The type of ruach, you know, the certain type of person who gravitates to the Torah message, life, wisdom, and stuff like that. And there's some people that, that you know, it's certainly, if, if somebody comes to yeshiva and he lives seriously for two years, he's in a different world and he's in a different place in terms of success of keeping a person in a domain, certainly. Let me, let me ask a question from a different angle. If there's somebody who has a lot of difficulty with Gemara and he's not interested in it, how much, you know, should he have to learn Gemara, and how much should he just be focusing on Mashava, Musar, Chomesh, Hasidas, which speaks there much more? Theoretically, you would say do Musar, Chomesh. I'll tell you what my, what I'm wary about. You tend to get these people that are very, kind of flighty, spiritual, depending on what term you want to use. And it becomes an unhealthy, I would say, Agatha is almost like a Roshosh, you say whatever you want to say. I'm very weary about a person who's not a grounded person, doesn't have the discipline in Gemara, that you can't just say what you want to say. How much do you take at, how much, how good is it to let him free reign in Machshava? And I wrote about the, the last week about Rabbi Shapiro. I wrote a piece in the It's his fifth year side. And I wrote that what made him incredibly mekubal is 
he was a Schwitzlander. So his mind was, was, was tethered really, really tough to the ground. So whatever he said was an extension. It's like the difference, I would say, in, you ever see, you have scientists that are these dry technicians. They, they, they sit, they do data and data and data, which is nice. It's sort of stuff is reliable, but that's all. It's never, you, you have these people like half science fiction, hip hop science people that, you know, wormholes in different dimensions and different that. And the person never, never, never put a pencil of paper. You say, it's about hollowness. There's no, there's no reality to it. You're looking for somebody, the real, the big scientist is someone who knows the hardcore data and yet can put it together out of the box. So, somebody who's just in Hashavah and has no real sold in halacha, I'm not talking about the entire package, then it tends to become kind of the person is, I mean, what he's saying, it might be right, it might be wrong, but it, it has a quality to it that I'm very weary. So, to, to create a movement of people that are like that, I don't know, it, it, it's very worrisome. It's, I mean, one of the things about, one of the problems with Kalbach and the people that he affected was, there was a lot of positive ruach and sincerity in it. It was so disconnected from Hakkumis, mitzvahs, and, 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 and learning that it created people that are that are just kind of just floating, not 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 the uh, attractive people. They got more shomer shabbos, but it lowered the bar. For it lowered the bar, and then it also created all sorts of side issues. Like the person is not solid, not grounded. I, we had by us a boy whose father was a rav. Two boys actually. His father was a rav, and and, and they were. And the families, the families they had were so dysfunctional, and and it appeared to me that that's where it was coming from. It was all ruach and no roll up your sleeves and, and sweep the floor and make sure your kids are clean and 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 dressed. It didn't exist, and and it's a problem if if you're somewhere in a, in a, you know in a different world here. Meaning neochesedes. Yeah, that that ruach. The the Chaim used to say, there's nothing better. Then you know, an, a, there's nothing <coughs> holier than in the shama, but in the shama without a goof is a masik. That's a you know, it's, it, it's a shed. It's, and, and 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 there is some that person who doesn't have. It, it, I, I mean, again, I don't know his name, but just it's not that Shlomo Kama was sincere about Adam but he couldn't keep a family together, and 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 to keep a family together needs a lot of tachlis, a lot of nuts and bolts, a lot of, uh, you know, groundedness. Just yesterday, excuse me, his Sorry. daughter said he had a real problem in terms of yichus, in terms of what was done and how it's now being seen by many people. And they wondered, is my father, my father on the right track, or is it Yitzhakar may have said Really? Yes, they are. Wow. What about the, a common yeshiva? We're like the Ian Shear went up to him, and he was just founded just to like step out of yeshiva. Like while he's in the years of yeshiva, he's that age of yeshiva, but Ian is not working. He's just not. Tell I think I think in other words, the principle that's okay. As long as the your brother knows what it says, halacha, fine. Our, our derech is not the only derech, but in yeshiva setting, questions: Do you have a framework? He needs a framework. Take a beginners on the Gemara. There's nothing. It's wonderful to learn. It's even straightforward. They asked Rabbi Yashiv once about learning the kids. He said, I, "I don't care for labels. Do you know what you learn?" That's. He said, "Learning a lot of Latin, you don't know what you learn, or learning whatever it is." He said, "Knowing and, and having them clear what you learn is learning." 
you know, that, and there's no, so people who know this stuff, and, and you know, I asked Rev Shach once, I, I didn't go much Rev Shach, I don't know him, I didn't have status, but <coughs> twice, I, I was there four times, twice was like public in Yonim that I was involved in something, I needed to have something, and twice was about mitzvahs, my kids were mitzvahs, I was able to get in, to, so he gave a bracha, and I had a few minutes to shmooze, so I figured I'm going to, you know, so yes, so he spoke to my son about learning the Ika Gemara Rashi Taisvis, not going off on it, and he said the Biklach, the books, killed the yeshivas. As in the books, he said a Trimmer's book or a Perez book, those books shouldn't be in the yeshivas. It's my books, I don't have like yeshivas. What? It sounds like a Rabbachim. <laughs> <laughs> he says, the Abachim should be learning Gemara Rashi Taisvis, the main Rishonim, and the Ketzois, and the Kivay, that's it. So I figured I was going to try to ask him, but didn't Reb Chaim change the the, 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 the world of their halimut? The wall. It's like I pressed the button, his eyes started blazing. He said, so what? He's the only person? There was no Torah before Reb Chaim, no Torah after Reb Chaim? There's a, there's a lot of worlds. He said, he said, I was a young Bach in Sabatka. I was 16 years old. He said, I was a Sabatka Yeshiva. He said, nobody looked at me. I was a nobody. He says, I learned through the Masech of Abbasa. By Hanukkah, I'd learned it through four times. But he said enough with many things. He said I didn't, you know, I didn't go off many things. It didn't seem that much. But that's what I did. I sat and I learned and I learned and I learned. That that's all. So if a, if a person is is yosher and he's learning stuff, I think it's you know you 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 always encourage him to try it. The big problem is in the yeshiva. There's no framework for it. <coughs> so the kid ends up being neither nor there. You know, without a structure, is a real problem. But if there's a structure in the halach. Rabbi Kimpel, where's he? Where's right, right, right. Ah, here. You t- tell him about the Kabura you have. Oh boy. He has a Kabura in the Mishiva. That's an amazing Kabura. <laughs> tell him. He, he's a Talmud of ours. It was a long time ago, and it's been at the soul for a very long time. What we do in Yeshiva is we learn about uh, two, two and a half blots a week. We go through the Masechta cover to cover. We stick to Gemarshi Taisis and the Agarishainim. And uh, we have, we have a we, we make the guys do shock the Vitarias, we, some, someone just put a safer the other day, and, uh, and then once we're, as we're going through the Masechta, the halachas that come up, so then we'll, we'll take out a tour beside Shulchan and go through it. But the Quran, we go through the entire Masechta, and uh, with, the, with the things necessary to uh, retain it, and... Um, that's something that, uh, yeah, the world works. It, it works for a lot, a lot of Avrechim when they come, when they, they take this step from other yeshivas into us. I have a lot of young Avrechim. This concept of learning an entire Masechta and knowing it is beyond them. And once they do it and they get a taste of it, wow, like I just went through a whole parak and I know it. I can say it back to you, Shakta Vitaria, Balpe, with the Rosh and the Ranik, Rosh Taisis. That's it. It, it, it. They just get blown away. And, and, and they get lost in it. And then when you go to another parak, and another parak, and another parak, and then once you have a whole masechta down like that, they're gone. They're sold. And then they have a mahalach that, that works for them. Just it needs that uh, that everyday working of simplicity, and it works. Yes. My shver was very, I mean, my shver very much wanted that to be the base of the yeshiva. They should finish the masechta of his man. He said, so it always was in Europe. They should know this stuff. And he, he really pushed it. He tried to pay more money to do it that way. But Chaim Shavitz wasn't so happy with that, so my shver took a vaccine. My shver respected him. But my shver was the one who raised the money, and he was very, it was Ben Nafshe. When Chaim was Nifta, 
within the Shiva, my stress did a pilot shear lunchtime. And we'd learn a lot every day, and he would say, Now, it didn't last that long, but, but, but he was, they, they have Chaburis in the middle, a lot of them that work on that episode. But my friend said, I don't want the people who can't do Ian. I want the people who can do Ian and be able to put it into learning. He said, that, but they always learn the yeshivas. Reb Nachum would finish every Zman to Laman Hay. I remember, I learned Baba Basra. We started a Shutfin in, in, in the first day of Zman. At the, we, were, we went straight, didn't skip anything, till Chaska Zabatim, Laman Hay, the end of the year, the end of the year, the end of the winter. Now, you had to really work hard to keep up with him, but his point was, he learned the Ica points, and he said the Mahal, how he had worked out. He, he certainly never spoke out. He would speak out the Akron if he felt that that was the right Mahal from the Sudya. So he would say, Bemis, he said, he would say something, and he would say, Bemis, the Sarsaika says this already, but I'm saying in my words, but he wouldn't, there was no Inya to go to far. It was like, you have to learn and see what it says. And that was, and he would finish it, and he complained that he's going too slow. <laughs> but you know, but they, well, it was different. They looked as much less firm. They they tried to get everything with Siddur in, in a way. And I know that that was different. What did the Russian Shiva knows about the Moshe Weinberger year and the controversy playing out now? I heard I heard part of it, and and, and yeah. So, like everything else, it it's you know it's it's a over. Again, I didn't hear the whole thing. I didn't get the whole context of it. Um, Baruch Hashem, most people in Yeshiva do extremely well. You know, the problem is, if you walk into me, Yeshiva, and there are a thousand people sitting and learning in the base language, which, which there are, and they're learning really stark, really schmack, they get, the, the amount of attention they get is very minimal. If there are 25 guys outside hanging out, you walk by me, Yeshiva, that's what you see. And, and, and it's very noticeable. You, you know, a pizza store in the yeshiva that has 45 guys in the middle of the seder is very noticeable. And it's jarring. It is jarring. It gets you in nerves. But it's, so the question is how to, how to deal with it. And I, I, again, I heard Padish quickly. I was on the way here. And, uh, you know, I wasn't. Uh, but, it, it, you know, the question is, and the alternatives, you know, do. To find an alternative, somebody should go to work immediately. So the old days, when you went to work, meant you worked in a bakery, in a bakery for 12 hours a day. You get a shenos oven. To drain an office that's draining money, to say that, to tell me that's going to help the person develop, I, you know, I, I have hesitations. So finding a, a misgeris that will work is a real challenge. Isn't uh, a, I'm sorry, isn't the flip side of working in an office for 10 hours, let's say, and you're not dying at the end of the day? gives you the ability to then sit and learn. So again, maybe Yeshiva isn't for you full-time and you can't do it, but then that, it's kind of like the bakery where you're coming home and you need to fall asleep, where right. you can then sit and learn for an hour. Yeah. But the problem is, finding a, for a 19, 20-year-old boy, finding an environment other than Yeshiva that you feel is positive and helping you grow, sometimes what's done is in Yeshiva itself, there are jobs to do where the person feels that he's adding a lot. You know, there, there are people in Yeshiva that do things that are not sitting and learning, but he's the one who's taking care of things, side of things, running things. You, you want to be able to foster a positive Yiddish um, education in the person, a Ruchnist education, even if he's not sitting by Gemara. And finding a framework for that. By us, we encourage, or with Bachan that I've encouraged, I told him, you need to go work at least for half day, go to school for half day. You're not, and, but stay in Yeshiva the other half a day. For some boys, it, it works well. 
but it's it's unique. By us, it's a small place. It's a it's a it's a, it's a laid back town. There isn't much to do. In other words, they get into trouble. What? You don't get into trouble so much. Yeah, the, the town is. I hate to say the word a backward town. They still have like these old values about being respectful and low key and you know things. <laughs> you know, I mean, my wife always like gets me over there. The class sees you walking towards the, that you have a hamid across, they stop to let you cross. Over here, the minute he sees you have a hamid, you know, you, you put a foot in, you know. I'm <laughs> amazed, like you said, before the light changes, the guy behind me is hunking because I have a very little nicest place, and he knows that I'm, I'm not going to go out the second before. So, you know, it, it's a... It's a cult, but it's it's different. It's a, it's a lower key place, and you know, there's not much fun in Silver Spring. It's only fun, only fun. Only fun. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, so, you know, it, it, the truth is finding a framework. I, I told somebody who likely deals with boys like that, it's that they have to feel it's positive. So this person has a place where boys are working. A boy in Lakewood is working at the age of 18, 19, means he's really, you know, bad and out. There's really no place here. This younger man that I have good chats with, he has a place at night. It's a base medrash with, he hired about 20, 30 of the light who are available. This cholent, this cake, there's like an outside patio where you can smoke, and it's it's it's, it's a nice, it's a, it's a laid-back set. But they come there, they come there when they finish working. They sit around, they have a man learning with them. They can sit outside and schmooze a bit. They admire, he, he learns with them something. It, it, it's a two and a half hour, and and he has his mind is that he's working with these guys to move them in a good place. But you need that effort. You can't just say, okay, let them just, you know, they have to. Somebody has to create an environment that's, they, they, you know, somebody in Lakewood hold me Shiva when they work half day, learn half day. So he told me, in the beginning they were wrote of him. Now, he still gets a lot of phone calls. Could you please take this book? Could you please take this book? Could you take this book? You know, and, and he, and again, it's it's not the Pshat is, it's like, he, he works with that. Like, like this will be a good setup for you. This is not a good setup for you. We'll do this. We'll do that. It, it's, a, it's a proactive, positive approach. Now I think it is very good. What about a Talmud? He's living in Passaic. He works all day, makes Parnassa. He's up again, learns a Seder. At night, he comes home, has a Halacha Seder. His family's doing wonderful. His kids in a great miscarriage, great yeshivas. Daughters in Basiaka doing beautifully. He wants to make Aliyah to Ramon Pejamesh. I tell people three things. A, you need to know you're going to have Parnassa here. You know, somehow, I mean, there's nothing that's for sure in this world, but just to come and to say, It'll be taken care of. It's, it's not good any place, and especially we don't know anything. Secondly, I think you need to be happy with the options available for the kids. If you're a Datilumi person and you have a Datilumi miscarriage that you have with, wonderful. If you're Haredi and you like that miscarriage, wonderful. But but if, if, if you're going to be hit by not knowing where to send your kid, and if kids are over a certain age, it's a real problem. You know, you, you know that. And, and you know, I tell people, of course I live next door. I came out was not even 17. I was in Yeshiva, I speak of it, my wife's Israeli, my kids went to this, I, I, it's, it, I'm Israeli, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But if you don't know where you're going, and, and third of all, you need to find, it's, it's developing, you need to find community that you fit. If you're neither here nor there, in America you can, it's doable because right. here, you, you, you're something. I have a cousin of mine, he came to Israel in 1964 to learn. He learned the Kfar and he's a real American kid, 
and he asked him, and he asked, where do you get health insurance? He asked somebody to get health insurance and insurance. The kids, they told him Kupat Cholim, so they went to Haifa, and he registered, and they said, with Kupat Cholim, and he went back. And those days, they had a Pinkas Adom. They had a, a, a red thing. Comes to Yeshiva, guy says, oh my gosh, you're not embarrassed to walk in Yeshiva because He said, no, it's health insurance. He says, man, you, you became a party now together with, with the Rishon. And this poor kid had no idea. He, health insurance, like, what could be controversial about Blue Cross, Blue Shield, but like, you know, and, and no, it's a big casadom. In those days, if people don't know, those days, there's no things health insurance. You belong to a political party. And they had insurance. So the big one, Khalid, was the was the Labour Party. Yeah. Mafdal worked out with them that you could belong to Mafdal and be part of that. And Pai worked out with that. But no, you didn't know that. It, it was were, someone told me. If people don't know today what it was, I had a neighbor of mine in a, in in Azabira. A, a, a guy gave him Iraq. A sweet fellow knew nothing. This is going back in the 50. No, he he came later, but he he was at. They have there's a big tile company called Chirut. Chirut Keramica. I don't know if the slow down there, but that was like the Stadrut company. So he said they so this guy told me they had they had a retirement party for one of the guys. And he was telling me over reminiscing. He said he came from Iraq, they gave him work. It was nice work. At the end of the month they the the, the boss, the foreman calls him in and he says, Hevra at the Mutzimpa says can the tough that was the norm. It's a statute firm. The guy didn't know he registered the Chirut party. It's Chirut, it says Chirut. He came back. The guy almost hung him. He says, We're giving you People don't understand how politicized that soul was and how. You know, you know, now it sounds strange to say, but it was in those days the, the government, the, you know, it was a very socialist government and it was a very statute oriented. And, uh, that was the, the, the. So you have to be able to, you know, you have to be able to know that your kids will make it. I know. You, you, you live around Pitch Amish. You live here. You live here. But there aren't that many Americans here, right? It's not. Uh, Americans, but it's your neighborhood. It's all neighborhood. Really? Oh, wow. We actually had, like, Lisa Bluff was in our house uh, a few weeks ago. She gave my daughter, they went, they went to look at different foundations in America to support different activities, so she ate something with us. Though, so. If somebody's interested in Hasidus, which farm would the Yerushu recommend? Which would you say keep away from? So, so I think, again, it depends on the person's bent. The farm that I think, it's always good if you have somebody learning with him, because I, th- I think, and I feel like I said, Yahu is, is amazing in being able to open up Musagim. It's, it's, it's written by a Tamachachim. It's beautiful. I learn it a lot of times with different groups of people because I feel like it's the Tam, and um, I think in terms of a warm Sefer that drives it well, it's, you know, the Piyasetzna of things. See, Shalom. I personally, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a very hot Sefer. Lassemis is, is shorthand. He, he he was very very sparse on words, and Brest um, was a problem. Is it's written in very simple, warm language. It advises you to do things that are as extreme as it comes. There's no sense of balance in it. What he himself was no idea, but I'm serious. You know, 
I, I tell you, I tell people, I, he was a very poetic person, but he writes that they should print a lot of sfarim and give them out because it makes barren women have children. Akara is actually. Now, if you take it the way it's written, you're nuts. I, you know, it's, it's no, no, it's, it's not even, but he meant so, I, I think it's poetic. It's like, it makes people produce. It makes people, it, it, it fires up your imagination. But it's a dangerous saver because he advises things that are really extremes. And, and it's, but it's written in very simple language, very, you know, it, it's Anybody motion. can read it. Huh? Anybody can read it. Yeah, and, and that's a and that's and that's a problem, and, and, and people get into it, and they the Rebbe said this, and the Rebbe now said it also again as 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 a litvak as a mind an over heavily emphasis on a personality is sets a lot of red flags. You know, it, it shouldn't be Rebbe Nachman, Rebbe Nachman, Nachman. A Rebbe is a Rebbe, but but and he's a teacher of mine, but. That, that everything is to be double. I don't know. You know, that's that. That was, that was one of the things that obviously made made people aware. So I'm, I'm uh, you know, and that was obviously part of problems with Chabad. With the early generations, the, the Balatanya pushed people away. He, he he said, "Don't crowd around me. Learn this farm, and and do what you're supposed to do." You know, I, I'm astounded. One of his letters is, he said, "It's a numerous that they ask me for aces and gashmis." It's not my field. Why don't you just make some ruchnias? Like, like, tell that to. I, I know it's in Tanya. It's in twenty years kaidish. And I know, I know, I never was able to figure out. You know. That's quoted in all the anti-Dastorah articles. What? That's quoted in all the anti-Dastorah articles. But there's also it's supposed to be an understanding of Pita Torah, but but uh, whatever. Like, it's just. just uh, what, what what advice do you give Reveyim? Uh, let's say three Sadaram they're working morning, afternoon, and night. They're <laughs> In terms of their own growth and learning, but it's is you know what? It, it's a real it's it's a real issue. I, I again I can tell you from you grow a lot from teaching, but you always feel you're missing out. Does, does, you, you don't have time to recharge the batteries. Rabbi Khanin used to go every L to Radin to to, to to you know what? <laughs> but he went to learn. He went to learn, and after. It was nifty when to kill him. It's important to find some time, either either day or, or, or comfort. You're a different person because you get recharged and you're able to. Someone told me the son of a son-in-law is a neighbor of mine, <coughs> and he was a chavrus of mine. We were good friends. So he told me as a bach over there. Also, people speak a lot to Rosh Hashiva. He's like he was a big Mr. Shalom was a big person. So he went in to speak to him. So the Rebbe told me he was a shiva then. He wasn't a Rebbe yet. He said, you're coming to me to talk to me as Rosh Hashiva. He said, for three days I haven't learned anything. I'm not Rosh Hashiva. Give me a day to learn, I'll become Rosh Hashiva. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is something, I, I, a lot of, I'll tell you, a lot of uh, schools in, in America have begun um, creating a system where they and the afternoons have a college to learn. It's amazing, because they needed to supplement incomes. It, it's, it, you know, it, it, in, in a school where you can have Lemuria Kodesh all day long, but in a firm school where they have Lemuria Kodesh all the morning, so what does the Rebbe do in the afternoon? Um, I saw that when they sold the shirts, not just, not just a Rebbe would sell insurance in the afternoon. And, uh, but but, but so, so what they did is, instead of, so giving money, paying somebody $80,000 for teaching a half day is also weird. It's going to create tension. So what they do is they pay a salary, and then the second half of the day they have a Makanchen Kodo, where you, you you have to learn like you you can't be doing any teaching, but you can learn what you want, and it's it's very much there in a lot of cities. 
it, 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 the rebellion feel very energized. It's, it, 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 in, in cities where you can afford it, it's become a bit of a... It used to be they would go teach in Talmud Taurus. Ah, really? But there were no more Talmud Taurus, and they would just, because you had kids who wanted bar mitzvahs. So an emptiness grew up, and nothing to find it and fill Right. And, it's, and you're stuck. What do you, so what do you do? It's a, it's a cold one. So I, I think doing things like that, it's, it's, each place has its own... Uh, but short of that, does one is one to mavatel to to give up, or is one saying you have to find the nature, you have to find a way? Technically, you've been going to Tamatera Plus by teaching, but even inside, if it's Kirov Musagim and it's not tomorrow, uh, you know. So so you're you're doing what you're supposed to do, but finding time, just practically, you become dry. If if you're not Yonik Achias, and Rabbi Shapiro told me I started teaching Eshatora, he was very curious for it. Said it's very nice. He said, but at some point you're gonna start feeling dry. Oh. Leave that, right? And uh, interesting. It, it, it kind of dumb. I remember the first time somebody came to me, and it was like a very important thing. And usually, you know, at a certain moment, and I was instead thinking about the errands I have left to do. I said, you know, you've lost it. If if, if you don't have that excitement when a guy comes, it's, so it just happened. Rabbi, you get jealous of the Talmudian. <laughs> the Talmudian <laughs> Okay, I have to. Yeah. Is it present sheet for Is it is it a real, realistic sheet to have to be 50, 60 years old and just be running your mobile without giving over? Kimat now. That's the truth. I, I I can tell you, personality wise, most people can do till the 30. Maybe there's a chaznish. You know, it's one out of. All. I I always tell people when you're a bacha and you're 19, as long as you. He has a shidduch for you. You tell him, leave me alone. I'm Nafshi Kashi Batera. I'm a Benazai of some sort. That, that's what you feel. When you're 25, you're not married, you begin to climb the walls. You know, when everyone else is married. And when, when you're 30 and you're not being much be, I tell them, either you're the type of guy where there's a line waiting to ask you to talk to your learning, or you're writing a safer, or you're teaching a class. And at the age of 30, rule of the thumb is, you begin to, so, so I, I, can't, I can't say exactly, but at some point, people can't do it. They become very, I don't know, it, you, you, because unless you, again, unless you have a unless you have a personal challenge, you're writing sperm on all of Shas, and a sperm that people want to buy. You, you're, you're, you're doing something, but but if not, that's the Teva. Just like you say, the Teva is not to be like that. Yes, person, a person wants to have kids, person wants to, to do that's that's the type of art. Mm-hmm. I had a chava of mine who was living like what he was living well. He was in his mid thirties, and they offered him a job teaching in a, in a high school in America. It was far away. It was in Los Angeles. It was a very nice job, but it was you know. And he went to ask. I think he one of the four Rosh I think it was Rabbi Rucham. If he should take the job, and he said hundred percent. He said, but I really you know like I want to learn. He says, do you want to take a job when you stop wanting to learn? And and there was a very and, and Baruch Hashem he became a star Rebbe and, and uh, you know Altuski. It's, it's, it's but it, it's it's a uh, it's something that that a person you know Baruch Hashem it's it's I, okay I, I have to go I'm sorry thank you okay it's really it's amazing physics.